Welcome to the cool down where we talk about what's next. Adam Peters as his head coach and the two coordinators. It's now his job to fill out this team and make them successful. So we're going to talk about some of that, but I wanted to kind of in there on the what's next portion of this conversation. What do you expect from the head coach and two coordinators here? How far will they take Washington in their first season. Trev, what do you got for us? We're going to the playoffs, baby. Yo, you know who the team is. Well, it doesn't matter. Starts from the top. Starts from the top. Yeah. I have all the faith in the world with the GM and, and the coaching staff right now. Um, playoffs. I mean, we've – how do I say this? We've had some great talent here that could have got us there, but the staff and the front office wasn't quite built for that. I could get, catch a lot of fire saying that, but we did have some talent. I mean, we did go eight, eight, and one. Could have made the playoffs that year. We won the championship of uh, the division at seven and nine. But based on the last year, no. But yeah, I see, I see a bright future for us, and I trust Adam Peters, and I trust Dan Quinn, and I trust the guys that he chose because those are his guys that he wanted. Playoffs, whether it be a nine and eight wild card spot like the Buccaneers, or we just, you know, win the division, maybe. Who knows? You never know. Uh, and then you said three seasons, conference championship. That's where I see it. Maybe Super Bowl, mm. but conference championship. Mm. Adam, I trust Adam Peters. He's proved it in San Francisco. Didn't take them sure. long. He knows he's a football guy with the GM title. Like he knows talent when he sees it. So I'm fully invested in that. And if he does the same thing he did for us in San Francisco, along with the staff, conference championship. Why not? Honestly, I haven't. I mean, I've, I feel good every year when something new happens, but I feel it's a different feel good because this is football related. Like everything coming out that you're hearing is football related, not more stuff of off season that we don't have to deal with the dark cloud over and the sale of the team and the, you know, Dan Snyder scandals and all that stuff. So I'm delusional. I'm just a fan. One year playoffs, three years conference championship. Gus Gus calling you out on that one. Playoffs screams impatient fan. Uh, Well, I don't have time to be seven and and whatever. Like, it's got to go, bro. We've already hit mediocrity. We've hit the the bottom. The only place left to go is the top. Why? I'm tired of saying, oh, seven wins. I'm not going to be happy with seven wins. The time is now. Like, I understand. Trev, when do you ever think we're going to get seven wins? You you thought we were going to get 12 wins last season. I had. I gotta eight, stop eight, listening eight. to training camp. That's what I gotta do. I gotta stop paying attention to training camp reports so heavy. <laughs> yeah, they don't yeah, mean jack diddly when it comes to playing. Man, yeah, well, remember so. we were all so high on Deami Brown. Yeah, and that he was gonna be wide receiver three by the. We end were of high season. on Carson Wentz when he came to town because he was throwing. No, you were high camp. on Carson Wentz. Do not put that we. Is there a I, mouse in I, your the, pocket? Because the fan base. The fan base. You know. It was so we were hyped. It's so hyped that Stoner was doing a chart of the good days and bad days for Carson Wentz because apparently he was killing it in training camp. So like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm saying we were somewhat <laughs> high on Carson Wentz because he's throwing spirals against our defense every day. So I'm not going to oh, do that this year. No, we're doing that this year with Caleb Williams. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, it is Caleb Williams. That's why we got Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> um. I think the biggest thing is when you look at Adam Peters' record, and we've talked about it quite a bit on this show, but when you look at him, what he does well is day two and day three. That's where he really excels. He's got guys on that San Francisco roster. Now, he wasn't in charge, but he was the assistant, so he had a lot of say Mm -hmm. with John Lynch. And and if you ask John Lynch, 
John Lynch will tell you that Adam Peters pretty much ran the show. He was kind of the CEO of the of yeah. the uh, scout, you know, the front office type uh, deal. But Adam Peters, his day two guys, um, you know, his linebackers and his linemen and his safeties and all these guys, they're they're all pros. Fred Warner was one of He's only three uh, unanimous all pros. What round was he drafted in? I fifth, believe he was a fifth rounder. I was about to say, I thought fifth. Right? He's yeah. a fifth rounder. Uh, their safety, I, I can't ever pronounce his name. It's it's a cool sure. Samoan type name. Um, you know, yeah. he was like a fourth or oh, fifth yeah. rounder. Uh, guys mm-hmm. like Debo Samuel was a second rounder. Day two and day three is where he excels. And so that's what we kind of got to keep an eye on is, you know, just think about in the past for Washington. If the guys like Deami Brown and Cole Turner and um, uh, Percy Butler, if all of those guys would have excelled, how much better this team would have been. But those day two and day three selections were not great, and, and their number one selections weren't great either. But that's what he does well. So that's what we got to count on, and that's what we got to hope that he can do. But this is going to take time, y'all. This is a roster that is not – you know, it's a little bereft of talent, right? There's, It's not loaded with a bunch of guys. They've got some good pieces, but it's very difficult, regardless of how many draft picks they have and how much money they have in the salary. It's very difficult to go from four wins to a playoff team. I know Houston did Is it. Is it? I know Indianapolis almost did it this past Detroit? year. Detroit? Detroit did it. That's a three-year process, right? There are a lot of teams in the NFL parity years, which we're, we're in the, the prime example of those. Right Absolutely. Now. Okay. There's plenty of examples of teams that go from last to first sure. in their division. And that's a playoff spot right there. Sure. Okay. So mm-hmm. I don't think when you, when people talk about going to the playoffs, which I don't think Washington necessarily is going to do, and that's not my expectation year one with this regime year two yes year one they need to improve so just be better than four wins be competitive don't get blown out by 30 points in four games okay sure this this is so those are the things i want to see i want to see those players that we thought highly of percy butler was loved by a lot of smart people and he just not getting there. And you're you're talking about late round draft round picks excelling. We don't even need late round draft picks to excel. We just need them to be competent players. Yeah. And a lot well, of them are them looking to excel. Well, I mean, if you, you want to get to a different, if you want to you get to your, a San Francisco yeah, level, those, sure. You need a draft pick to excel. You don't need your late rounds. You just need mm-hmm. you need to hit on one person each draft. And then you need to have a couple of good guys in the rest of those picks, right? Washington hasn't really done that. Okay. You might, you can point to Cam Curl, Deron Payne, but they, they, they got rid of Chase Young. They got rid of Montez Sweat. So Adam Peters has to hit on those, but it's not just that it's free agency. And it is, this roster has a lot of holes, but I don't think they're nearly as far off as people make them out to be. I do think that coaching, can turn things around. Like I said, I'm not necessarily expecting this to be a a deep playoff run this year. Okay. We are, we were, and I said this plenty of times during the season, we are a bad, bad team. Okay. That is, that's not just coaching. That was also just our players. We're just not, 
good enough on the field of football. All right. So the coaches have a, a monumental task in front of them. Adam Peters has a monumental task in front of him to be able to fill holes. I do think one thing's going to happen prior to the draft. Washington is going to fill most of, if not all of their big time needs on either edge or offensive line. One of those two is going to be filled prior to the draft. Prior to the draft? Okay. Yes. So a big because, name yeah. free agent or a big money free agent. Yes. I and and I think I can't remember who said this, but I absolutely fully agree to. And so if someone remembers who said this, but I I I 100 agree with them in this. Adam Peters and Dan Quinn aren't going to do what Ron Rivera did. They're not going to go for bargains that they think that they can maximize the talent out of. Right. They're going to go for good quality talent that regardless of coaching is just a good player. Now, Washington did have William Jackson, who was seen as the number one cornerback. You had uh, Samuels, who was one of the top wide receiver talents. So it's not like Ron Rivera just shot the bargain bin, but Adam Peters and, and Dan Quinn, I trust the evaluation a little bit more here. And they're going to go after and they're going to fill either the offensive line or they're going to fill an edge. Those are two big needs. I still mm. think in the draft they're going to address those positions, but it's not going yeah. to be so dire that they need to, as they did last year, go defensive back, defensive back. Because right now yeah. you would have to go edge rusher, edge rusher, edge rusher, because you got nobody over you there. Yeah, nothing. Right. Everybody's a free agent. I, I'm not ready to kind of declare what to expect from this team because because we have no idea what it's going to look like. And, of course, we have no idea who's going to be um, the quarterback of this team at this point. We don't know their plan. I mean, I'm 90% sure that they're going to take a quarterback and then whether they move up to one or they stick it to, they're going to take a quarterback. You This opportunity to draft number two overall doesn't come along very often. But I can't make any predictions off a team. I have no idea what it's going to look like. So there. What? You should base your prediction off of what you just got done ranting and raving about in the last segment. Just maybe. If you just think maybe. our offense is not going to be that great, then you shouldn't expect anything from us this year. You're counter. You're contradicting yourself right now. You're you so get, you sure get. on Cliff Kingsbury. You're so sure on Dan Quinn. But, you know, ah, we'll see how it goes. I can't predict. Don't be a wuss. Predict, bro. Hey. What do you think is going to happen for real? You can talk all about Quinn. You can talk all about uh, Kingsbury and whoever the heck the defensive coordinator is. I can't even remember his name. You can talk all yes, about Peters. You can talk about all that. But it all comes down to who the players are. Regardless. The quarterback is. And especially the quarterback. That's what I was going to say for your Cliff Kingsbury part. So if you, if you tell and, me. And the comment that somebody made that Cliff Kingsbury is similar to EB. Let's think about it, guys. EB He's just really came not. from Pat Mahomes, okay? So Pat Mahomes is a, is a freak athlete. Sam Howe is a quarterback. There's a difference. If I'm not you, saying EB wasn't good, but that is a big reason why it probably didn't work because of the quarterback. If you have – if we come out of all of this and we come out and Caleb Williams is the starting quarterback week one, right, I'm going to have yeah. a different opinion – on what the team's record is going to be if 
The other option I have is if Sam Howell is running it back. Sam Howell does not fit an air raid style offense. He is not the guy who can make a quick decision, who can read a defense and make a quick decision. That's not who Sam Howell is. Sorry. So he's not going to fit in Cliff Kingsbury. But if they decide that they're going to, you hear all these dumb rumors that are out there that they're going to trade back and take Marvin Harrison Jr., which would be the dumbest thing ever to me, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and that we're going to run it back. We're going to build the offensive line. We're going to build this. We're going to run it back with Sam Howell. I'm going to say this team's going to win five or six games. But if you tell me you've got – They're probably going to win five to six games. You're right, and they might. But if you have a quarterback, a real quarterback like Caleb Williams – I'm going to have a little bit more positivity, but I can't do that now. They're not taking my Marvin Harrison Jr. I can tell you that right now. And you know how I know this, right? I know this because what's his name? Um, uh, Peters and Quinn, when somebody asked about the talent that's already on this team at that press conference, and they said, look, that those defensive line, those defensive tackles we got, right? Those are, those are, pretty Studs. awesome right mm-hmm. and then he yeah. said what he said is and those skill oh, guys on the outside awesome. right we we had a darn mm-hmm. difficult time trying to figure out how to stop those guys and he's talking yeah. about McLaurin and Dotson and Samuel that's exactly yeah. who he's talking about so he's telling you that the strength of this team is defensive tackle and wide receiver <laughs> so you yeah. think you're going to take a wide receiver with the number two overall pick, Punch they yourself. didn't bring Cliff Kingsbury in. Yeah, they didn't hire Cliff yeah. Kingsbury for to draft a wide receiver at number two. They're not That's drafting a wide. They're drafting a quarterback. No. Period. Yep. Because you don't period. get a shot at saying uh, uh, of getting a number two <laughs> overall pick in forever. Yeah. No, it it is absolutely the the case here, and this is kind of a little bit difference here i'm going to answer first logan's comment uh from facebook uh just a moment ago uh free agency starts the 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 legalized uh tampering period starts march 11th so that's right around the corner corner bro we were going to have this like rebuilding a franchise we might have to scrap it because we got to get right into free agency hey, videos so we're thinking yeah. on the same yeah. level yeah I'll it's just we, we had this really great built up thing i've made graphics it's just not going to work because we got to get to free agents because it's it's literally going to start on the 11th we're going to have i think it's the fifth and i'm going to double check here so march 5th is when you have to designate for franchise or transition players so we've got all of that's coming up we will know in that interim who is available for washington to go to but this is what pnw is talking about right you're going to have to tweak it to our talent any coach is going to know that right yeah sure dan quinn cliff kingsbury these people and even even uh wj witt jr are going to modify their defense their offense based on the talent they have now you keep saying, Trev, that Washington got Cliff Kingsbury for a reason, okay? A lot of people are trying to start the Caleb to D.C. movement. You and I were, were doing the pray emoji uh, for that just a moment ago when Stoner was saying that Caleb Williams would be the quarterback here. Is there any actual substance to the rumors or is it more more so fans like yourself and and me 
who want Caleb Williams here in DC? I think there's some substance <clears throat> for sure. Um, I don't think it's a sole, but to tag on to the fact that Dan Quinn is scared of Cliff Kingsbury's quote unquote offenses, and Caleb Williams has happened to be a, a, one of the top quarterback in the draft, and we just hired Cliff Kingsbury. You can't say there's no substance there. It just can't. And maybe it's not Caleb Williams, but maybe it's to develop one of these quarterbacks that are picked to go top three. It might not be Caleb. It could be Jaden, because I'm pretty sure Cliff's doing his homework and studying all three to see what he can do to help them, you know, to deliver. But, yeah, there's definitely some substance there. I mean, when he was being talked about taking the job with the Raiders, you really didn't hear Caleb going to, like, to Vegas. You never heard that. It was just like they would have to draft up and get a quarterback, but you didn't hear it too much. The dots just connect better here. He's from the area, Gonzaga High School. He, my dog, congrats on Instagram. We all saw that post that he made. I mean, it just, it's, an, it's a no-brainer. Like Lewis Riddick also said, it's, you don't overthink it. It's a no-brainer. You do whatever it takes to get that man in the building, and I think mm. step one of that was getting Chris Kingsbury. Because Adam Peters already was like, oh, number two, and Caleb Williams, I want him. How do we, you know, what can we do to help get him that's legal without tampering or doing anything, you know? Oh, I know. What about Cliff Kingsbury? Let's let's see what he's up to, you Mm -hmm. know? So definitely some substance there from a fan and from a a realistic football standpoint. I think there's a fair amount of substance with kind of the rumors that are out there as well. I I agree with that. But – I don't like the notion of that it's a good fit because he's from this area. I've never liked that whole, you know, he's from this area. And so that it's actually kind of the opposite. I think, I think guys need to get away from their home area because they love playing home. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think guys, players are better when they're not playing in front of their home people and, being around their old neighborhoods or whatever, just kind of being in that whole um, familiarity with where they are. That's a little too comfortable for me. I like guys who are uncomfortable and, and in a new spot and not having all of that distractions of, sure. of being around home. But so I, I don't know that that's necessarily a factor, but the, the Kingsbury Caleb factor, knowing coaching him for an entire season, that's a massive, massive advantage <laughs> to Washington, whether it's we got to go get Caleb or it's, you know, I worked with him for a year. We can, we, it'd be better if maybe we grew up or, or we go and get uh Jaden Daniels or Drake may or whoever it is. It's going to be a big tell on whether or not oh, yeah. Kingsbury 100%. likes Caleb Williams. It, yeah. If he likes, if he believes in them, they're going to do whatever it takes to get them. right they're not yep. he's not going they're not going to settle he he's not going to cliff kingsbury's not going to go into dan quinn and say i just worked with caleb williams for a year he's it okay he's different yeah. and yeah. then they're going to pass on going to get him and just wait right. for break may it's not going to happen nah. they're not going to do that but if they do end up not going up to get caleb then that's probably all you need to know about caleb as well because if yes. Cliff Kingsbury is everything everybody yep. thinks he is, then yep. and he says Caleb's not the guy, well, guess what? Caleb's probably not the guy then. But Cliff I, is there, I, there might be yeah. some trust in Adam Peters, who has trust in the scouting department, which is a holdover from last year. 
a big thing there. And this is very common with people because people are like, how are you going to trust these scouting uh, departments when they pick the players they pick the people scouting don't pick the players. Okay. The, you, we got rid of or changed over a lot of the people who pick the players, the scouting department's just fine. Plus that will happen after the draft. You got to use their information up to the draft. But if that scouting department, if Adam Peters are like, Hey, here's, you know, Jalen Daniels or Drake may, or the other two quarterbacks mentioned at number two, Cliff Kingsbury might have to, you know, go with them, even though he's shouting at, from the rooftops, like, Hey, go Caleb Williams. He's not picking the player. Now he right. is absolutely Adam Peters is picking Cliff Kingsbury's brain on mm-hmm. Caleb Williams to get sure. some more of that, that insight there. But let's not forget about the fact that Cliff Kingsbury actually has some ties to the UNC side as well. Sure. And so do some of the other staff. So I don't think it's just as hook line and sinker. In fact, I argue there's zero substance to the cliff kingsbury is a hire to bring on caleb williams i think that is all of the ben johnson to washington type smoke that we saw over the last month and that is what people are going to talk about because you do hire the guy who was an offensive assistant over in usc you got to fit you got a top two pick you got to figure that's where people's minds go, but that's not necessarily the reason why Washington brings them on. And I don't think that they make that move for number one, because that's what I think it's going to take to pick up Caleb Williams. It is. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think they necessarily make that move because this team does have more, but I mean, a QB can fix a lot of the worries. They're going to go QB number two. I'd be very surprised if they didn't, but this, this it's going to be interesting and we're going to break down Caleb Williams film and we're going to break down Drake uh, may film and we're going to bring down Daniel's film. And somebody mentioned JJ McCarthy in the third and no thanks at all period. But if we need to, we can break down film (laughs) for him as well, but that's a big no from Nathan. Yeah. Give me Michael Phoenix Jr. before that. Yeah. I think, I think um, in terms of kind of getting back a little bit into Caleb Williams, but um, if Chicago doesn't want Caleb Williams for whatever reason, or they're going to stick with Justin Fields, whatever they decide to do, if Washington doesn't go up to one, somebody else is going to go up to one to get Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is going number one. It might be New England. New England's at three, right? Yeah. I believe, right? Three. They're going to jump over, and they're going to take Caleb. Somebody's going to go get Caleb Williams. So if Washington wants Caleb Williams, they can't sit back and think that Chicago is just going to um, take Marvin Harrison Jr. number one overall. Ain't happening. So if they want it, they're going to have to go get him. They can't sit and wait for him at two. So And I hope they will. And we haven't done the film, and they said we're going to do film on these guys. From everything that I've done, looked at, and I haven't gone deep into the film, we're overthinking Caleb Williams. Yeah, he he is definitely. Him. He's the guy. I, I've known I've known it since he was out. wearing a, a Sooner jersey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've known how, how legit he is when he, he was there. Is legit. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. anybody <laughs> who passes on him, they're big dummies. If Chicago trades out of that, Chicago big is dummies. a big dummy. Okay. Chicago Sorry, is a big dummy. Um, Caleb has sniffed too many. 
Okay. Yeah, Mike, sure. Uh, this is the comment I meant to hit here. Roger, JJ is better than people think. Roger, I'm, I mean this in all jest, but if you like JJ McCarthy, that's all the more reason why I don't want him here because if he's good, if you like him because he's going to hand the ball off, <laughs> yeah. which is what an offensive genius in Harbaugh mm-hmm. got it right that time, gents, uh, had go. him do. They He did yeah. not trust him to pass the ball. What was that? Was that the Ohio State game where they threw the ball like six times or something like that? Because they didn't trust him. Even on their way to even on their way to the championship game, they weren't trusting him to throw the ball. And this is again a guy who, like, I know know he backed him up 100 percent They're not picking him. They're it's just like that. That's a guy that I want to stay far, far away from. So but that's the same thing with Sam, like with Sam Howell. When he fell all the way to the fifth round, and we're like, "Oh, we got ourselves a bargain." I, in the I really thought round. it was a good. I thought it was a great draft pick. First, no, first I, pick in the fifth I, round. I was I ecstatic. It. I was just like, "Hey, this is a good QB." Data QB one wow. at the time. I still thought that this was a project QB that I thought had starter ability, but was going to be a backup QB. You know, you know what's I, funny is you went from you, you know uh, liking the pick to hating what he ended up becoming. And I was the guy yeah. who hated the pick and ended up liking what he be, be, was becoming. And then, of course, hating what he was, he ended he, up he's being. But fifth-round quarterbacks. Fifth-round quarterback. Fifth quarterback. I'm, I'm not I'm yeah. not ready to see Drake May and Burgundy Gold. No, thank you. So well, we'll and so Bosky's kind of bringing that up as well. And so we're going to stay on the QB talk because it really mm. like we know that this roster has holes. I've declared this. Not too many people answered my question on how far we're going to go in season one and in, in season three, at least not in the comment section. So we moved on here. Bosky, outside of Caleb, no other QB is worth a second uh, overall pick. Hard disagree. Yeah. I disagree. And. That's not to say you. I'm a very much a best player available person. Okay. The problem is, is most QB needy teams and most QBs are tiers ahead strictly because of the position, the value, the value. Yeah. The value is there. So while Drake May and Jaden Daniels are proud, are in my opinion, underneath. Marvin Harrison Jr., who, in my opinion, goes one-two, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., and then everybody else, okay? So those are your top two on my board right now. But you don't pick Marvin Harrison Jr. if you don't got a QB. That's right. You can, you can take Marvin Harrison Jr. if you don't have a left tackle, if you don't have an edge, you don't have anything else, which those well, are just the two other that. positions. Those are the two other positions that you would go after. Yeah, but you, because he is literally just the best player available after after Caleb Williams. But if you don't have a QB, you can't do that. And so there are QBs that are going to go higher than you would think, namely because Washington, New England, Atlanta, like these are teams that are all picking up high and they know that they need a QB and they're going to take a swing on somebody who has first round talent. Because that's what you're looking for. Ignore where they fall on the big board. If they're a first-round talent, you're not going to have to wait on that one. Uh, Mike hitting us up with that QB question with a $10 donation here. 
Appreciate you, Mike. Appreciate you. Who is the starting QB game one 2024 season? Not who is going to be the eventual starter. I travel we'll go with you first because I'm just I want to pause so much on Stoner after he bogarted half of the show. Uh Jaden Daniels. Hmm. Jaden Daniels, starter QB one. All right. Stoner. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah. I I I am a believer in the um Cliff Kingsbury, Caleb Williams marriage. And so Caleb Williams will be the starter week one of the 2024 season. From your mouth to God's ears, as we'll right. say here in, in the in the Bible Belt. Absolutely. That would I would love that. I don't think that's gonna happen. Jaden Daniels is somebody who I'm starting to get really excited about, but I'm trying to pump my brinks on that. I will go just to be different here. Drake May is going to be QB one to start the season. It's going to be one of those three. Yeah. They're, That's they're what we not know. going to draft a guy at two or one or three or whatever. They end up drafting a quarterback and they're not just going to have him sit on the bench while Jacoby Brissett starts for four or five yeah. games. Who, by the way, was on a one-year deal. So a lot of people think no. Brissett, he would have to re-sign here. And I just don't see yeah, that being the case. We got Tommy to go. with a Sam Howell. I, if you heard what Dan Quinn, like Adam Peters was asked the QB question and he went, nope. And <laughs> sidestepped that one. Like no right. joke. Dan Quinn. Was, yeah. Dan. No, Quinn, ready. Yeah. Dan Quinn was asked the question okay. and he was just like, Oh, Sam was great. Beat us his first game. We had trouble with him. You didn't have trouble with them this season. What are you blown smoke up our rear? Like that he 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 gave the 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 things that you expect the head coach to give one of his young players and be like, yeah, no, he's got talent. He got he can throw the ball around. We're picking a QB. It ain't gonna be Sam Howell. As much as people want to want that to happen, it's just not gonna be the case. Is is Sam Howell gonna be on the roster? Yes, one hundred percent. Assuming they take a, a quarterback uh with that. Why would top. he not? Just yeah. cut him. That, I don't understand this. People are like, well, then trade him if you're not going to go. Oh, Why? Nobody's going to take He's got him, value but... still. Okay. He's still he's still yeah. shown that he can win football games. He's still shown that he can throw it. There's still value there. He's not QB1 mm. value right now. Maybe yeah, two, right. three years from now when he goes to another team, they can well, start he'll, him. He'll be in year three of his four-year deal this year, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So he's got at least two years, at least under contract. And he's cheap, right? He makes less than a million dollars a year as a QB2. I'd be comfortable with Sam Howell as QB2 for $850,000 salary cap hit or whatever it will be. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question, unless we get All another right. good one, but Gus got this one in, and uh, I think it was fan this fantastic here. Okay. Trade down. Remember, roster has a lot of holes to fill. So you need to you need to fill these with with talented players. So he's saying trade down. Why do we have to make this season about the QB? Trev is already like dumbfounded here that this is even a, a thought. Because since 2012, RG three, we've needed a quarterback. We haven't been successful without a quarterback. The teams that are in the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy or not, he's a quarterback. We need a quarterback. I know we have other holes to fill, 
But if we fill those holes and we have somebody who can't run the offense, those holes are going to be irrelevant. They're going to be overlooked because we can't get down the field and score points. We need a quarterback. Ron Rivera said it. Quarterback. There's a Netflix special on TV. Quarterback. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Gus. I love your support and all your questions, but this one's just like, yeah, it's about the quarterback. Nobody, it's just, yeah, I don't Louise, know. What else every say. season's it's about the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, it's a quarterback driven league. It's, we don't, we didn't get Cliff Kingsbury here to draft a defensive lineman at number two or a linebacker at number two. We've already been through that. We need somebody to draft a quarterback, develop a quarterback. I'm tired of going for Garrett Gilbert, Taylor Heineke, Case Keenum, Alex Smith. He was good, but he broke his leg. You know, I'm tired of no. Get a quarterback and then fill the rest in. And and if for you get sure, get a quarterback. It makes it a destination for people to come want to play for that quarterback. And I totally agree with all that. And that just to add on to that is we they have the number two overall pick. Do you know how hard it is to only win four games in a season? Do you know how hard it is to lose eight games in a row? like Washington yeah. did. It's very difficult. Look at what the Giants did with a fourth, third or fourth string quarterback in uh, Danny DeVito's nephew or whatever. Yeah. I forgot his relation, whatever. And and they won out and won six or seven games. It's very, very hard to be a two, three, four win team. You don't get the number two all overall pick very often. And when you do, you have you to take advantage of the opportunity to draft mm-hmm. a quarterback. You mm-hmm. can't just say, well, we'll build around and try and figure out quarterback next year. Because the way nah, everything dog. plays out, you never know what that's going to be. Who are the quarterbacks that are going to be available? Where are you picking? What was your record? What did this certain quarterback do for you? What do, Who's the free mm-hmm. agents? You can't just kind of push it down the road. Like people wanted to tank for Tua. Then people wanted to tank for Caleb. And now here we are with a chance to get Caleb. And we're saying, oh, let's just push it down the road again. Yeah, no. That's the number two overall pick. And so you have to take advantage of it. To add on to this, because you absolutely have to take QB. We we talked about, you know, Gus is asking the question, why why does every why does why does the season have to be about this the QB? Because last season was about the QB. You did not start Sam Howe 17 games finding out that he's not the guy to mm-hmm. then not take a guy at number yeah. two. Yeah. Okay, that's the first thing. Okay, you literally trotted out the second year start, the sec- first year starter, second year pro to try to see if he could be the future of this franchise. And I, I'm there's plenty of excuses people want to make for him. The fact of the matter is, Sam Howell is not the QB of the future for the Washington Commanders. It's just, it's just as simple as that. We've seen the tape, we have 18 games now that show us who he is, and he is a quality backup in the NFL. I wanted him to be more. He wasn't more, okay? So that was what last season was that led us to this point, all right? So now we're in position to take one of the top talents. You can't – we don't know if they're going to be the franchise quarterback, but they sure as heck have a better shot at it than the guy who we we played last season, 
Okay. So Washington has to. Another reason you don't trade back is you trade. We I know we have roster holes to fill. Plenty of, but the, the thing is, is, is you trade back when you don't have picks. If Washington were trade up to one uh, for Caleb Williams and then next year needs to fill roster spots, you know, then they can trade back next year, not with a first because they're likely going to lose that in the trade to Caleb Williams, but they're like second trade back in the second. So that way they can get a couple more picks to be able to try to fill in and try to pick out some guys. Okay. So that's what they'll have to do if they trade up because they don't have the draft picks. You have five draft picks in the top 100. You go six more spots and you get another one. So five, six picks within the top 110, okay, players in this NFL draft are going to be in Burgundy and Gold. We don't have to trade back for more picks, okay? We're not drafting at 16 where maybe, hey, we can get two guys in around a first round or a second, early second round. We're at number two with a need at QB and players who are worth in my opinion, that second overall Number pick. Two. So you don't have to, you, you, you have to draft a QB. Yeah. Trev, Trev's going to head out, but I think it's actually a perfect time perfect. for everybody. We appreciate everybody jumping on here with us on ref, the district. We stream live every Wednesday here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We appreciate you jumping on live and joining the conversation with us here on Ref the District. It's backwards hat day, even with the buckle hat and smoking a stogie <laughs> with Stoner. I'm Nathan Perry. That's Trev. We've got content coming to you. Like I said, we're going to be breaking down some tape and talking about the free agents. So stay with us on the channel. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button so you get all the good content. But until next time, hashtag Stoner was right. Be a fan.